Welcome to What's Up in Jeju, where I visit places around the island and talk about what's happening with Hashtag Daily K's host, Peter Bint. So where are we headed today? I said in hour one, it's something to do with food. Yes, it is. So we head to the Jejushi five-day market located in Jejushi. But before we get into that, uh-huh. and I hate to put you on the spot, but hey, go ahead and just, just you know, off the cuff, shoot some guesses. Could you try yeah. to guess some main elements that would be needed for traditional Jeju cuisine? What would you think would well, be required? Know, I've been doing this corner... I don't know, for nigh on a year. So yeah. I'm quite an expert at Jejdo. So, of course, you would need the wind, the rocks, <laughs> and the women in your cuisine. <laughs> You'd also need tangerines and dol harubang, the stone grandfathers, um, yeah. and some kogigoksu, yeah, which that's is it. very traditional. You know, the meat noodles. That's There you go. Fish I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. That That's actually pretty good. That's, you know, especially with the samdo, right? The elements of the, the wind, the rocks, and the women. Somehow... That yeah. totally makes sense. So I, I will accept that answer right? um, as, as a okay. J2 resident. But why don't we go ahead and take a look at uh, our first photo to get a better idea of proper okay. traditional Jeju setup. Oh, okay. Yes. So maybe those three elements are hidden somewhere or I was wrong. <laughs> it just looks like a big bowl of rice in the middle although it doesn't look like the normal white rice yeah that's that's a really good point so what we are seeing here is the traditional setup of nangpun papsang now that in jeju dialect oh. is wooden bowl the wooden bowl that's the centerpiece that is the rice in the middle it's placed in the middle and mm. it's surrounded by various dishes now in the image to talk to uh describe it to our listeners we have four images up and let's go clockwise from the top left and uh-huh. each one represents a okay. season. So top left, that would be spring. Top right is summer. And then the bottom right is the autumn. And finally, where we are at, incorporating sweet potato, that is the winter. Mm. So community, as oh. we know, Jeju culture, community is paramount. It emphasizes, of course, the importance of sharing, but also kind of divvying up everything equally. So everybody yeah. needs to have an equal amount of food. The rice is in the middle. And in Jeju, mothers are are busy, right? Uh, many working as henya yeah. who are also tending farms and gardens. We have to remember that henya wasn't really considered, or still <laughs> is not even considered, an occupation. It's just a way of life. So they're just so busy. Oh, wow. So with this nangpun papsang, the the rice in the middle, that's like okay, the rice is in the middle. Go ahead, you take your share. I'm not going to serve each one of you individually individually it's up to you guys it's up to y'all to make sure you you serve yourself appropriately and so they had to take it upon themselves to uh surf in the setup yeah that's not common you know in korea on the mainland you get your bowl of rice each there's Mm -hmm. no sharing bowl and wooden bowls are not very common up here either so that's really interesting so you mentioned the jejushi five-day market so you're on a bit of a mission there yeah so that is right that that was the plan i wanted to see if i could possibly find or even recreate some traditional jeju cuisine and with the jejushi Mm. five-day market being the largest of its kind it was actually opened in 1905 i was bound to find these proper ingredients hopefully but to be honest, I, I, I mean, with my limited uh, culinary know-how and my Korean as well, I wouldn't, <laughs> especially Jeju dialect, I, I wouldn't have yeah. the slightest clue as to who to ask and what to find. 
Oh, well, I'm sure you failed then. So is this a video of failure we have today, Mark? <laughs> Not quite. Uh, I was actually, uh, I got a bit of help in the form of Yang Yongjin. Now, he is the director uh -huh. of the Jeju Local Food Preservation Research Institute. He's essentially oh. the Gordon Ramsay. He's the original master when it comes to Jeju traditional cuisine. We'll dive deeper into his history, his background, and his active preservation of traditional Jeju food culture in part two. I'm guessing with traditional Jeju food, there's probably lots of energy boosting stuff since traditionally lots of manual jobs related to the sea like Hanya. You know, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, back in the States, I, I worked on a farm. I worked on several farms. And, you know, there's something that we have is just a farmer's breakfast, whether it be, you know, biscuits and gravy or just, you know, maybe even English breakfast, right? Where it's just a lot of protein mm. and a lot of dense carbs. And some of the meals yeah. that, that we prepared or that we made ourselves with this buckwheat, um, I could say the same thing. It's just, it's like this dense carb and protein action that kind of sits in your belly for a bit and it keeps you going for a while. So, you know, that's uh, right on the head there with that kind of comment because I, I said it as well. It's like, I actually feel this kind of like cool, slow burning, like energy, not like hot energy, but something that could keep me going for a while. Uh, so we've got to learn a bit more about Mr. Yang and his deep history in Jeju culinary arts. We do. But actually, we need to first talk about his mother. And we can actually see her in our second picture. Let's take a look. Oh, okie dokie. Ah, that is when Mr. Young had longer hair. Yes. Is that Mr. Young or his, his that's, father? That's I him. That's him. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so his mother, you could just say she's just a great woman. You see, back in the 1950s, his mother, Kim Chi-soon, was just one of two women from the entire island who went to study in Seoul. Off of the entire wow. island. Wow. Yes. After her studies, she became a lecturer at Jeju Universities in cuisine. So, uh, you know, Mr. Young talked about how all these different meals that he ate and, and his friends, his childhood friends just didn't believe him because it was just so otherworldly, right? He would talk <gasps> about buffets and, wow. and because she wasn't even uh, really teaching about Jeju cuisine, but just worldly cuisine. She's like, okay, Jeju guys, Jeju folks, this is what the uh -huh. world's doing. She brought it to Jeju. But then she came to the realization that no one was recording or archiving traditional Jeju cuisine. It wasn't happening. Ah, so that's the link here, maybe the inspiration for Mr. Yang. So did she go about, like, archiving and preserving it as well? That's right. She did it in the starting in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And so naturally, yes, Mr. Yang became part of that process. But it actually wasn't until his adult years when he studied in Rome that he reached this epiphany on Jeju food culture preservation. Um, so you did prepare some dishes yourself. You didn't just eat in the restaurant and then we're going to skip over you preparing something. Right. So in the first video, you saw us gather the, all the ingredients. And I guess I'll let you and our listeners and our uh, those who are watching the streaming decide if I succeeded with our final photo. Why don't we take a look? All right, here we are. The moment of truth. Mark's dish that he prepared, or dishes, I should say. Yes. Again, it looks very plain. Yeah. Um, subtle. Let's say subtle. Mm -hmm. It looks subtly wonderful. Yes, and it's uh, there's a lot of white. No red. No kimchi going on. 
So no. if we begin from left to right, we first we have on the lower left, we have Jin Meimul. Jin meaning thick, of course, and Meimul, which is Jeju for buckwheat. So this is diced radish that's brought to a boil and mixed with buckwheat flour, resulting in this soup-like almost porridge action going on. And if you prefer more texture, oh. you can undercook it for a smoother porridge-like consistency. Wow. You can, uh, you know, overcook it almost. And you'll find with this dish and the next dish, which is konguk or simply bean soup, if you just you know, mm. alter the time a little bit. If you overcook or undercook, it's all to preference. So that's really neat, depending uh. on each household that you go to. So right next to it okay. on the bottom, that is konguk or simply bean soup. That's prepared by boiling ground jeju beans and adding greens of radish and jeju cabbage with only salt, just salt for seasoning. Then above, wow, which I've never heard of that. Yeah, konguk. and just above it, which you could compare it to maybe a crepe or crepe is pingduck. That is mm. the that was my original mission to to make, or meimul jeonbyeong. That is the quintessential Jeju party dish. It is made with now listen, a hundred percent buckwheat, uh, with seasoned radish with green onion as well. Um, you'll find that a lot of pingduck, although it's very delicious in the markets. Uh, they add flour, so it's not 100% pure. Uh, to make it uh. proper, it's got to be, once again, Jeju buckwheat, not just any old buckwheat. And finally, that is okay. the tile fish. Um, it is just coated on the top with uh, sesame oil and just flamed a little mm -hmm. bit, baked a little bit. And even, again, uh, Mr. Yang found the vendor. He has particular vendors he goes to because this person, they dry their fish out using the sea breeze so they do it by the ocean Ooh. many many establishments many joints that dry fish they use the machine but apparently it overdries it but if you actually do it the right the, well not the right way but the original way it's using the sea breeze which has a bit of salt in the air and it just keeps a bit of moisture in so much moisture in oh. dried fish it was amazing Mr. Yang has a restaurant and is opening up a second. Yes, that is called Nangpun Babsang. That's the dish that we talked about, the setup. And uh, that's going to be uh, his new establishment. He kind of had a re renovation and relocation. It's going to be in Jeju City. And it's going to open up in February, so real soon. Yeah. Nice. Check it out. Oh, Mark, that was amazing to see the subtleties of Jeju cuisine that we're maybe not so familiar with. As you said, maybe even tricky to find in Jeju if you're not really deep into the weeds there. Uh, yes. Honest assessment, is it a bit like artsy-fartsy in terms of having taste buds that are tuned into subtleties? You know, that is so funny. That's that's something that I asked Mr. Young as well. Do you need to have like a trained palate or, or be an expert at this? And I'm no expert. And and I could I could taste the subtleties. Um, maybe I was just in the moment or kind of in the zone and like totally like focused in because I've been I was around with him all day. But um, mm. yeah, it was just it was a very different feeling. It it's it you know when you think of Korean traditional food, you might think of red pepper paste and spice and and fermentation, and this was. This is legit Jeju traditional stuff we're talking about, and it was none of that. And so that was just, that was eye-opening to me. And uh, I still have to kind of 
I think to myself, did that really just happen? Does Mr. Did Mr. Young just come in and like <laughs> you know service this incredible food? He he came like by the time wow. I was uh, you know filming the ending there, he already left. He's like, well, enjoy, and then he just leaves. We're like, oh okay, like do what amazing. I Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's so cool, isn't it? All right, I hope Mr. Young is available for uh, Trujang for business trips to Seoul to come to our kitchen and leave like that as well. Uh, Mark, as ever, thank you so much for your wonderful video and for your wonderful sous chef cooking there. (laughs) Well, many thanks to you and Hashtag Daily K for, I mean... Allowing this to happen, I, I mean, it, it's just incredible. It's it's a great way to start the new year. So thanks to you guys. Thanks to all the listeners and everybody watching as well. Fabulous. Have a great week, Mark. We'll see you again next Tuesday. See you then. What's Up in Jeju is supported by the JDC, which is creating a free international city that resembles nature, embraces the future, and reaches the world. I'm Mark Wilson-Che with writer Che Jung-Yun. This is Arirang Radio.